0: Love,
1: Talk Radio. Here we go. This is, all about, is wine, all about Wine, a talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009, featuring
2: winemaker, solar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron.
3: Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that.
2: Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwine.vtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash
1: And now, All About Wine is on.
4: Yeah. Plus uh,
3: yeah. people. I mean, they are excited tonight about our special show.
4: Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, plus people are all
3: excited. Drinking the, they yeah. are drinking their wine and they are enjoying a cigar tonight. Compliments are. of yeah, compliments of Craig and Cap and Phil and Mike. They all send in cigars for our bus people, and so our bus people all have cigars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, we have a special show tonight. This is maybe we can call this a semi-annual. Uh, if it, if, yeah, if everybody wants to do that, we can do a semi-annual yeah. special cigar show. We have four guys on joining us tonight who write blogs attend conventions of talk cigar and uh, smoke cigars. And every every week I join him in a discussion and we uh, share thoughts and just things about cigars and stuff. And I've learned a lot from these guys. I've never really been in cigars. I'll talk to you about wine, but I've never really been into cigars until – I joined them, and they have educated me tremendously over the, uh, what, year? And I thought, what a great opportunity to bring them on, and we can have a discussion and a show about cigars. So, here we are. without the without eye. Do we need, beyond,
2: do we need the lounge beer. music or something? Do we need some kind of special, you know, and here they are. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, please welcome. Ladies and gentlemen. That. I don't know yeah. what, what kind of music do you play for
3: cigars? We have to For cigars, I don't know. That's a good question. We yeah. we'll have to ask yeah. them that too. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, in <laughs> fact, they were at conventions. I don't know. Maybe maybe they have special convention cigar music. We might be able to get in there. We'll have to find that out. So, oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. but
3: um, there we go. Oh. <laughs> so um,
2: let's. Let's bring them on. They've been. Uh, let's bring for, all
3: these guys yeah. on the show if I can find my yeah, cursor here. Oh my gosh, the whole thing goes <laughs> down on me. Uh, let's see, okay, there we are, and that goes back down. Why is this not doing it? Uh, you want me to click on them? Yeah, them you on. click on them because my whole screen disappeared. So bring them all on right, the
2: cap. show. Cap is live. Craig is live. Uh, Phil 9-260. and two six zero. I have no Mike. idea who that is. And nine seven three. I don't know who that is. Uh, you're live.
5: That's great. Um, Welcome to the
3: show, guys.
5: <coughs> wow. Good evening. Hi. Glad to be here.
3: <clears throat> See that was Mike. Mike, what's your area code? Nine seven three. Okay, so Mike is the last one on the list, and Phil must New be the two six zero. Yeah, okay. I'm 260. Okay, 260. Okay, New Jersey, 973. Uh, so we just... Uh, why is Mike up there? Okay, there we go. Mike's at the top and bottom on the... On the yeah, that's you. I, I I got confused there for a second.
4: That's so other Mike. I, <laughs> the other Mike. That's other Mike, <laughs> yeah.
3: The Mike yeah. and Mike show. Um, so, uh, just so you all know... Uh, the other voice on this is going to be Mike, my co-host there and uh, uh, engineer and all that other good stuff. And so he'll probably be popping in there every once in a while with questions and comments. So usually uh, he is very intelligent about it, but most of the time he doesn't say anything. So we just have to know he's back there judging you.
4: Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Research. Research
3: and yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's what he does. So, uh, welcome, welcome to All About Wine, our special cigar show. Uh, first question, and for any of you or all of you, take take your turns on that. Uh, cigars. What uh, what seems to be the appeal to cigars now? To me, it seems like they are starting to pop out there more and more. I'm seeing more. Uh, people smoke cigars. I go on the golf range, and, and almost every foursome has at least one person with a cigar. And it just seems like it's becoming much more popular. Uh, any thoughts on that from any of you? I don't care.
1: So this is this is Craig. I'd say it's because cigars are great. In <laughs> <And> a word. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but it, it's uh. I guess that's it.
5: Let's wrap it up.
3: Okay, yep. there you go. Thanks We're for coming. In the <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> there's our ending. There you go.
4: Like <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> uh, I could say, Mike jumps in there once in a while. Um, and so, c- cigars in themselves, they do have favorite. Flavor profiles, just like wine. Uh, what do we look for when we grab a cigar? Uh, just like in wine, you look for the aromas, you look for the taste and all that stuff. The cigar is cigars basically the same approach. Do you go through all the aspects of that, same as wine?
1: Phil? Let's throw, let's, let's throw the cap on that one.
6: Cap? Oh, gonna no. yeah. Oh, cap here.
1: Kaplowitz Media.
6: Thanks, Ron, for having me on. Oh, I am on, I, correct? Can I have confidence? You are
3: on. We haven't muted you yet. I no, am on.
6: on. Thank no. you so much. I appreciate it. And again, I appreciate <laughs> a repeat guest. Have you had many repeat guests, Ron?
3: We we have. You know, to answer that question, we've had some repeat. We have a guy who wrote a book, and he's been on like three times uh, with new books. We've had every Halloween we do a show with a lady who does uh, who visits graveyards and she's into uh, the past and ghosts and stuff. So every Halloween she's on, we talk about ghosts and uh, a couple of them. But no, it's uh, over all of our 500 shows with uh, very few repeats. So you have joined a small
6: an elite, a small elite group. I was going to say a small elite group. That's it. Exactly. Is what that sounds like. Let me, let me yes. take a crack at your first question, though, because I forgot the second question. The first question, why are cigars popular now? And uh, Craig hit the nail on the head, as he does often with their great. Um, but there's slightly more to it. Taking nothing away from Craig's great answer. Um, <laughs> there was a huge uptick in smoking during the lockdowns. And uh-huh. uh, it continues to this day because, as an alcohol
5: well, consumption
6: as an alcohol know. consumption, it's probably nothing different for you to hear, but you know, now you're hearing it from premium tobacco and people work from home more, continue to work from home more. A lot of people that used to smoke one cigar on a Friday evening are now smoking one cigar every day because they're working from home. Um, I think beyond that, Um, or adding that to the mix of what I'm about to say is times are fairly tumultuous and people look for comfort and cigars could be comforting. Uh, People look for uh, maybe a little bit of safety in the form of tradition and cigars are traditional. They're natural handmade products. They're tactile. All those things I think are why cigars are popping up more and more and seemingly more popular than they were a couple of years ago, a couple of few years ago. So maybe that adds to Craig's they're great just a little bit. Or <laughs> <Well, thank laughs> well, maybe I don't. should have left well enough alone. I, <laughs> I could have easily. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Just letting clears throat> that, yeah, You expanded on the, the one word. It's great though. That's good. Um Phil, have you noticed a, a major increase in sales
0: because of the pandemic? Uh, not any sales of my merchandise, um, my t-shirts and stuff, but uh, sales in <laughs> cigars probably, I think they're probably, <laughs> I think it probably has to do with, uh, like Cap said, the uh, COVID lockdowns. And what that also allowed for was an opportunity for people to uh, read Cap's blog and Craig's blog more, which probably made people want to
6: start.
4: You, you know, obviously
6: aren't privy to my analytics, so, but I do appreciate that. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, in- a good increase.
6: Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. uh, well,
3: you know, Mike does his his little thing too. There, though, all of you guys write write blogs. Let's cover that right now because you've already opened the doors. So let's. Let's go into that. All of you write cigar blogs. Uh, that's it's, correct. This, not me. Well, no, but yeah, not Mike. Well, Mike, well, Mike. Not Mike. Mike's,
0: is, Mike's is Mike. isolated to Facebook post blogs. <clears throat> yeah, but he, he
3: reviews.
6: Yeah, I mean Mike he, does microblog. We'll, we'll consider Mike a micro blogger. There if you that's go. Okay, yeah. Mike. Yeah,
3: because he's always uh, he's always reviewing cigars and. Uh, uh, jumping in there i'm seeing pop up on facebook quite often all of that so um mm-hmm. craig uh what is your blog address so people can
1: make a note of it oh mine's easy it's dot com because there you go craig is craig is an anagram of cigars and cigar <laughs> and it's all the same letters and it's easy to remember
3: and there you go all right and uh you come out blog every week, every uh few days
1: whenever you feel like it Well, yeah, whenever I feel like it's the, the main rule, but uh I try and shoot for two posts a week, sometimes more. Uh every every Sunday. Well like oh, okay. you know, like clockwork every Sunday, but uh I try and get some stuff in midweek, whether it's news articles or or videos from the trade show or whatever uh or whatever I feel like. It's my site. I just kind of do what I want, you know. Yeah, yeah.
3: No. I, I, yeah have
1: to, I
6: have to. I have to say something real quick in regards to Craig because he is not going to say it. But Craig is. Craig has been blogging about cigars for as long as anyone can possibly be blogging about cigars. And he, he has been doing it for a very long time, and he's very well regarded within the industry. Um, so. Well thank like he's you. He's somebody that. that he's a well you're welcome and uh, well I'm talking to you now so I'll address you but without a guy like Craig I probably wouldn't be able to do what I do. So he's kind of the guy that paved the way for the rest of us or he's in that generation. So you know put some respect on his name. Ron.
4: Yeah, well,
3: I've noticed <laughs> in our our discussions, every time we, we start talking about the cigars and the people in the industry, it seems like Craig knows everyone. It's just like, oh yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I've visited with him and I've interviewed him, and, and then we start talking about cigars. And he knows and...
5: a lot more. He knows a lot more of them, but they're all gone by now.
6: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <Yes>.
6: <laughs> Speaking yeah. of being gone, it almost feels like we're here to like eulogize Craig. It's starting to feel a little creepy. <laughs> you started there. <Jerry>. You started. <laughs> You're right. I'm. I'm sorry. I just. I, I knew he wouldn't toot his own horn, so yeah. I'm tooting it uh, for him.
3: Well, I'm glad you did. Yeah. So, uh, how, well, Craig, how long you been doing this?
1: Well, like, like yourself, I started in t- uh, 2009. Did you? Wow. Yep. <clears throat> wow. Coming up on 13 years. Uh, at the end of the end of August would be 13 wow. years I've been doing it. Very good. Consistently, yeah. and yeah, I have been uh, very, very fortunate to uh, meet and befriend a lot of people in the cigar industry. It's, uh, it's just,
4: no, yeah, you know, I've that. put myself
1: out there. I've gotten gone to the trade shows. I've gone to events. I've, uh, I've gotten to meet a lot of people. It's been a lot of fun.
3: Well, since you mentioned train shows, uh, the train trade shows. No, I don't like trains. Uh, <laughs> I like trains. Train. Yeah, a well, train's are fun. Yeah, you know, little. I like a
5: good train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Train. All
3: right, let's go back to what I was saying. Phil, Phil likes the train. <laughs> we, you know, Phil just sitting there going, "What is it?" Um, the uh, trade shows. Uh, they are held annually, semi-annually, whenever they get enough people yeah, together there's...
4: that they come in.
1: There's two major ones right now. There's the Tobacco Plus or the Total Total Product Expo now they're calling it. it used to be the Tobacco Plus Expo. That's in the uh, winter in Vegas and then the, the PCA, the Premium Cigar Association has their big uh, uh trade show and convention in July usually in, in Las well, most of those it's in Las Vegas. But yeah, the whole uh, the whole industry comes out for the most part and uh It's a selling show, so it's not open to the public. It's just retailers there placing orders. And, uh, yeah, everybody comes out.
3: So if people want to uh, attend something with cigars, uh, uh, Cigar Enthusiast has our, I, I guess it's called Cigar Enthusiast, Wine Spectator always advertises the cigar events around the country that would be a better place for people who just want to go and
1: and uh, yeah, those, see and try those are those are called the big smoke the cigar aficionado which is associated with uh, wine spectator that um yeah they they put on the big smokes in a bunch of cities around them. they're they're more consumer consumer oriented rather than trade oriented they're a better uh, they're better actually, uh,
6: they're actually big herps, if you want to put it that way. And again, throwing Craig a bone, he did not invent the term <laughs> herp, which means a group of people hanging out, smoking cigars, but he was present when a much smarter person did invent the word. So that's something that he could lay claim to uh, being part of. But, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to come in here and tell you how to run the show, but we started here with introducing ourselves. Oh, so
4: that's they're, true. They're that's a, well, you say yeah.
3: something, and I just think of something else, and I don't want to don't want to lose train of thought, and it's very easy to do with you guys. Train. We're <laughs> we're back to trains. Train. train. Sarah, right? okay.
6: sure. can I can I can I speak to Mike? This seems to be going off the rails. You if should. You yep. can be funny. Um, okay. uh, so, uh, but let, let me let me just say, my name is Cap Lewis. Uh We all seem to be friends here. You can call me Cap. Uh, that's uh, K A P L O W I T Z, and you can find me at kaplowitz.xyz, kaplowitz media. I have a blog, I have a podcast, I write about cigars, pipe tobacco, and uh, Sherlock Holmes. And uh, I'm going to pass it now to Mike to say Mike. a little bit about himself, if I may be so bold.
5: So Hi. I am Mike Weinstein. Uh, I basically Hi, my. all my social media is <laughs> all my social media is Facebook under my name. Um, I am a cigar enthusiast. I enjoy smoking cigars. Sometimes I write little blurbs that I post sometimes every day.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. And very about cigars very knowledgeable, too. I mean, you know, you uh, have been around for a while, and you know people in the business. You know your cigars. and
5: Not not you, that long. I just jump in with both feet when I get into something like that.
3: Uh-huh. So, I've been
5: uh, smoking cigars, I believe, seven years now, huh? going on eight.
3: But you've acquired a tremendous amount of knowledge that I have seen in that period right.
6: of time. so right. I don't have, I, I, I don't, uh, I'm sorry to butt in again, Capitalists here. Cat. <laughs> um, I don't understand the sentiment of seven years going on eight. What else will you be going on if you're sitting <laughs> on the other?
5: That's a good point. <laughs> that uh, that anyway. intentionally infers beyond the halfway point.
3: There you go. Yeah, so you can see. By that. Comprendo. Yeah,
5: all right. Peace, all right. You know, Peace in your
3: Seven years and eight months, you can say, yeah, or seven going on eight. Wow. Yeah. No. I've well, I have got that clarified. All right, Phil, tell, tell us about your uh, – uh, well, you don't have a website. You sell cigars. What? Is he um, still with
0: us? Yeah, I'm, I know I'm still here. Oh. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, well, my well, cigar are closed I appreciate that, Ron. Um, no, I actually have a website, CigarsMusic.com. Oh, And okay. uh, I, I started out doing uh, YouTube cigar reviews, I don't know, two or three years ago. So now going on three or four years. And uh, <laughs> I write some cigar reviews here recently as well. So that, that's kind of what I do. Oh, okay. And I, hmm. I also have podcasts as well.
3: And that's hmm. going to be found
0: Where? Uh, ComedyCigarsMusic.com, or you can find me on uh, YouTube by the same same thing, Comedy Cigars Music. Oh, okay. So
3: I, I didn't know that. I'm going to
0: have to go to that
3: myself. I wasn't aware of that. See, we don't talk what kind about of, this what stuff. I'm
4: kind
6: of show you're running here? what's what, what uh, going on here uh, just, I, think uh, what, I think what might have threw you I think what might have threw you with Phil is he mentioned his merch but he does have uh-huh. merch tied to the Comedy Cigars Music uh-huh. website
4: yes.
6: that could okay.
5: be it that's probably is. as, as, don't as be do, a do I believe
6: everybody I
4: but me <laughs> yeah, I'll have as, merch, i have no merch at one
6: point I had merch I, know, I don't mm. have merch currently I have no mm. merch yeah, see, Craig, so I I, I, Mike, do you? Why would Mike have merch as a microblogger? No, I I,
5: I
3: Mike, why would you walk around with what, name does, on
5: this shirt?
3: Why does everyone, and I'm thinking, well then, and everybody just came back and said no one does, so I was just wondering maybe Mike was holding out on us. Is
6: there a manager I could speak to?
3: <laughs> yes, Mike, <laughs> he would like to speak to a manager. Other Can Mike. you come in? The other Mike. Cap oh, the other to speak mic
2: to the managers. Uh, I'm out right now. So, uh, <laughs> your, call, your call is very important I'll to us. Please continue to remain on the line.
4: <laughs>
3: there you Excellent. go, I'm sorry. The uh, manager's not in. So, cigars. I the question we avoided it because we, we we forgot it. But the profile of a cigar when you pick up a cigar. What, what are you looking for in a cigar? Are you looking for, uh, just, uh, smoke? Are you looking for flavor profiles? Are you looking for anything particular? Uh,
5: So, so Ron, what are you smoking?
3: Uh, tonight, nothing. I'm having a bottle of, uh, uh, urban barn red blend and, uh,
5: Oh, I'm, no uh, cigar. Okay. I'm
3: no cigar tonight.
5: Because I was going to ask Bergman, you why you chose that one.
4: Yeah, yeah I...
6: am going uh, with that, Mike?
5: Why <laughs> didn't you choose
1: the one you had last night?
3: Yeah, well, the recommendations from you guys, actually. Uh, the one I had last night uh, was uh, recommended by you guys, and so I... Picked that along with uh, some others when I went out cigar shopping. I guess recommendations from salespeople are one of the biggest selling points of cigars. People who you walk into the store and say, you know, what do you recommend? And I guess that's where most cigars yeah, are. And
5: that opens, up, that opens up a whole can of worms in discussions about tobacco shopping personnel versus tobacconists. There's a big difference between them. Mike, explain. Oh.
6: I have to cut it off. Go ahead, Mike. (laughs) No, (laughs) No, I was just going to say
5: that the guy who's offering you assistance is closer to being a tobacconist than just some kid who's running the register at a cigar shop and knows uh, nothing about cigars anyway.
4: Hmm.
3: So you do recommend that if people are going to go out and, and start looking for cigars, they need to find a store that is more than just a local shop that sells vape and and all that and trying to make a little yeah. bit of money to pay
5: the rent. Yeah, so if there's, if there's a big store that sells vape and all that and over in the corner there's a humidor, and there's actually a few nice cigars in it. How much concern do you think that guy behind the counter has for that little tiny corner cabinet compared with the rest of the store? Yeah.
6: No, good okay. point. But, but, but I feel like we're... What, what was the actual question? Why do yeah. you choose what? <laughs> I think but flavors I think are the key. Well, Flavor. Why do you choose to smoke Is the is the question really what? and you don't know from flavors uh, you don't know from experience yet if when you choose to try to smoke your first cigar there's got to be some type of allure to it and that's on a very personal level and then once you do start smoking you naturally gravitate toward what you like so if you'd like something mild I tend to have a light palate So I prefer to smoke milder cigars that are complex. Some people, Mike, uh, my Mike, not that I'm laying claim to owning Mike, but for the sake of clarity, Mike (laughs) Weinstein, he prefers a stronger cigar. So he started smoking cigars to move away from cigarettes, which is an excellent idea. And uh, he gravitated almost immediately toward stronger blends. So he chases those stronger blends with the one or two big notes not a lot of complexity, but a lot of flavor, a lot of strength. Right. And flavor is obviously translated to what it tastes like and strength. The, when we talk about strength in cigars, we're essentially talking about nicotine and the amount thereof. So when you talk about cigars, there's flavor, body, strength, flavor, again, taste, body, is the reaction to the cigar in your mouth, the texture, the heft of it. And strength, come back to that, is the nicotine, how it affects your body outside of your palate. If it makes you sweat a little bit because it's a high nicotine cigar, that would be a strong cigar. You get a little spins from it. Or a lot, or a lot. Or he smoking you actually too fast. A or smoking too fast. But Mike has a mustache, famously, and I would imagine that thing sweats a lot. It's uh, Something I and, find myself thinking and, about more than I'm comfortable with.
4: To be honest. We also, we
6: also, we also don't want to
0: forget that a cigar. Not only could it make you sweat a little or a lot, it could also just make you sweat an average amount.
3: <laughs> yes, and it depends on if you're smoking it outside the garage because your wife said, "Get out of the house with that thing or if you're smoking
6: <laughs> in air conditioning right an excellent point Ron
5: <laughs> 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 I have no defense
1: <laughs> It seems like a good time it seems like a good time to point out that you can't tell by looking at a cigar how strong it's gonna be um you can have light colored wrappers you can have dark colored wrappers there's all sorts of shades in between uh, none of which are indicative of the strength of the cigar this is why uh, relying on experienced guidance is kind of important
3: mm-hmm. here here you yeah, know well, you know and that's the thing what uh, <clears throat> the cigars are are in so many different styles uh, you have uh, Connecticut, that's, Madeira. That's why
5: they and, keep making different ones.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, and one thing I've learned from you guys, uh, I tend to enjoy a Connecticut cigar because it t- tends to be a little bit milder, a little bit uh, flavorful, but a little bit milder than uh, some that are heavier. Uh, a little ip- creamy. Yes, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a smooth taste and uh, silky type flavors to it. But if someone wants a cigar that is heavier, is there any particular one that they should look for? I mean, uh, uh, besides uh, 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 Connecticut, there's Toro, there's... uh,
5: So so for the most part, I find that blenders will roll for the wrapper. So a wrapper is very indicative of the blend because the, the blender has an idea as to what that particular wrapper presents, what the type of filler is to support it. So wrapper pro- the, the strength of wrappers progress up a scale, of course, just like many other things. Connecticut, you're down near the very bottom. And then you go up from there through a through a variety of different wrappers and shades and colors as well.
3: Okay. So that leads me to something else. Let's let's talk tobacco. Let's talk leaves and stuff. Basic. A cigar is rolled by numerous different leaves put together. And the flavor profile comes from the center of the cigar, or the whole thing I mean, what are you
1: looking okay, at
5: okay so who wants who wants to talk about cigar construction
1: who wants to I, hear I, can, about I can take that cigar cigar. Yeah, no, construction. construction okay okay sorry, I, No, i can uh I can break it down pretty simply i think uh, you uh, basically a, a hand rolled cigar it consists of a wrapper, a binder, and filler tobaccos usually. Three, five leaves in the filler. Um, the binder is a kind of an uglier wrapper leaf that just holds it together, and the wrapper is the pretty leaf that goes on top. Um, certainly, the <clears throat> there's different different areas of the plant that they have they use in the filler. Some the lower leaves make it help it burn. The higher leaves add more flavor because they've been on the plant longer and receive more sunlight. Um, and then the, the trick is blending different leaves from different varietals or different, uh, different growing regions together to make a pleasing Even different taste.
5: Even fields.
1: Yeah. 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 So...
3: It- is there different plants in tobaccos that uh, make for different flavor cigars? I mean, like in grapes, you have a Cabernet Sauvignon, which is going to taste different than the Merlot, but they're all grapes. Does that happen with tobacco plants? Is well, there, they're uh, all,
5: it's, it's all, it's, I believe all cigar tobacco is black tobacco. So mm-hmm. that's that's the first qualification. It's black tobacco. Uh, but there are a lot of varietals, you know, that, that's, that sprouted up from region to region. But so, yeah, there's a bunch of different leaves. Just like the right. grapes, there's different varieties. Yep. And there's different varieties. varieties. And things like that. There's all co- just exactly. like grapes. It's very much, cigar tobacco growing is much like grape growing. Uh-huh. We even they have our own
6: terroir. We even yeah. have our own terroir, but we call it growing regions. So You can have oh. a seed varietal, varietal that uh, has, takes on different characteristics depending upon if it's grown in the Dominican Republic or in Honduras or wherever, perhaps Nicaragua. That could be different,
3: too. People, obviously, everyone has heard of the Cuban cigar. Uh, what makes that so, well, special? Uh, if you will, why, why do people seek out the Cuban cigar? Is the tobacco that it, much better there?
6: It's forbidden fruit. Uh, that, that's probably sold. the
5: number one reason. And the number two reason is there are people who, for some reason, really appreciate those particular cigars, even if they're not the older ones, and, and feel that that's you know, what they should smoke.
4: Uh-huh. But it's
5: mostly so, the forbidden fruit thing. I mean, you know, that's 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 what they all figured. If you if you list if you looked at any of the plans that they had, if they legalized Cuban tobacco, it's like the first three years there's a rush for it because everybody goes, oh, I could never have one. They talk about it all the time. I got to try it. Right. And they might try one or two, and then they're done. So after the first couple of years, everybody who wanted to try it it's tried it, and then you would see at, what the at, serious numbers are.
6: At the end of the day. Cuba is simply another another growing region.
5: Growing region. And
6: it that's has, it. like I said, its own characteristics, its own profile. It tends to be a bit more mellow. Um, it tends to be a bit more maybe aromatic. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's, a, it's another place where this leaf is grown. It just so happens our country has an embargo against that country. And uh, then we circle back to the Forbidden Fruit.
5: Mhm. Well, right.
3: yeah, I've had a couple of Cuban cigars and it obviously it doesn't uh, didn't impress me enough that it really
5: remember, think remember about it's a lot. not just the Cuban it's not just the Cuban cigars it's the Cuban tobacco. So nobody can yeah. even import it into Nicaragua and blend with it and then try to sell it in the US. So it can't even contain right. any of the tobacco. So wow. it's not it's not the cigars themselves, it's the tobacco.
3: So, so actually, like Cap said, the terroir is, is really quite important when it comes to tobacco.
1: Sure. Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm. Again,
5: it's, it's very closely related to grapes, from what I understand.
3: It, it sounds like it. It really does. It sounds like it's... A, and then, and then
6: you get into the whole. It's it's not as simple as just plucking leaves, letting them dry out, and smoking them. You right, get into the whole right. process of fermentation.
5: All the post processing um, stuff.
6: probably you know
5: which which would be right. which would might be equivalent to winemaking skills. Mm-hmm. What to do with the grapes after you have them?
3: Yeah, it's uh, how they're dried and how they're well. It would Could be a very
5: important step. Fermenting, yeah. I mean, there's, there's multiple processes that they go through to come up, uh, especially when you consider the difference between the darker and lighter shades. When you get to the Maduro, the really dark shade, there's been a lot of processing. Remember, it started out as a green leaf. They all were green leaves. Mm. And you end up with this really dark milk chocolate, uh, I mean, uh, uh, dark chocolate brown leaf for a cigar that uh, sometimes is awesome.
4: Hmm. Well,
3: there you go. People out there looking for cigars. Now, it's,
1: a, it's we're also talking. interesting it's also kind of interesting to note that uh, a plant growing in the field today is probably 3 to 5 years away from being in a cigar you're smoking tomorrow.
4: So that there's a far.
1: It's a length it's a lengthy process the uh the whole uh fermenting and and the whole process is very lengthy and very uh very manual. There's not not machines involved.
3: You, you all of you have said fermenting. Now, when it comes to wine, I understand fermenting. But what are you doing to tobacco leaves
1: to ferment? Okay, it's um, they they put it in piles. They put thousands of leaves in, in piles that are like uh, eight feet long and four feet high, about you know four or six feet wide and uh they let it basically compost it, it sits oh, wow. there and, and and uh the heat builds up and when it hits a certain temperature they take the pile apart and rotate all the leaves around and let it do it again 5 6 times over the course of you know a year 18 months um, and that's that's the fermentation process and you know once it gets fermented to a, a certain Point, but they're happy with it. Then they they pack it in bales and leave it sit on the shelf for a while until they're ready to use it. Hmm.
3: So that's why it takes so long to to get into the cigar that you're smoking tonight. Oh, okay. Yep. And now yeah, is different. Can we talk
5: about the cigars that we're smoking.
3: Yes, that's just what it's going to lead into. <laughs> uh, so what is everybody smoking? I'm not. I, I'm having wine tonight, but. Uh, what is what is everybody smoking tonight? And tell me what you're smoking, and uh, not just the name, because a lot of people out there probably just won't understand the name. But tell me a little bit about that cigar, Craig. You you want to start first for me?
1: Sure, sure. I'm I'm smoking a Diamond Crown Maximus, which is uh, made by J.C. Newman Company down in Tampa. It's actually yeah. made by the yeah. point it's actually made by the, manufactured by the fuentes in the dominican republic oh. and uh it's a it's i think a heavier cigar it's uh it's got a darker wrapper um it's full flavored and unlike a lot of dominican cigars it, it's it's reasonably uh it's a reasonably heavy heavy cigar that's one of the things i really like about it
3: do you like the full but, uh, smoke then?
1: Yeah. Normally, I had a milder cigar earlier in comparison with a Connecticut shade wrapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, this is these these hit the spot for me. No, oh,
3: very good. Cap, what is it you're doing? enjoying tonight?
1: Well,
6: the cigar I'm currently enjoying is something from PDR Cigars. And it is called the uh, El Criolito. And uh, it is, if you want to get into the blend, I'm um, cheating by reading about it now and a little something that I pulled up on the Internet. Uh, the wrapper is an Ecuadorian Criollo 98. The binder is Mexican San Andres, just to, to give you an idea of the different types of leaves available. And wow. the filler, the guts, the innards, are from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. So it's
3: both both countries. It, it, since you mentioned that too, is Nicaragua and Dominican Republic uh, seems like those are the most common cigars you find here in the United States. Is is that not yes. true?
6: And, and they're, they tend to be quite different too. You almost have camps of people that either like Dominican or Nicaraguan cigars. And uh, Dominican cigars tend to be a little tangier, a little lighter bodied, and uh, Nicaragua seems to offer a, a spicier, heartier offering.
3: Mm. Well, well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, Phil, are you enjoying? Of course, a you smoke- didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. right. That'd be nice, <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Punch. Uh, knuckle burst. Uh, or knuckle burst. Uh knuckle buster maduro knuckle
4: burst uh,
0: i was thinking starburst actually just a second ago well, it was i was going back between starburst and skittles and then burst came out
4: knuckle burst is uh
0: it's one of the superpowers that uh some of the fighters in the street fighter video game had um but yeah this is uh, the uh, knuckle buster maduro oh, i remember that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Indonesian binder, and uh Nicaragua fill- fillers. So yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, mm. it's a darker for me it's a darker cigar, you know, notes of like dark chocolate, coffee, a little bit of dark cherry or black cherry in there, so
6: yeah. I I, for, I forgot to actually tell you what I was getting from my cigar. I, I apologize. No, but um, um <clears throat> it's a uh, Ron Ron, it's a spice bomb. It's a spicy cigar, huh. the one I'm smoking.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I want to point out to the listener, too, of, of All About Wine. You notice the descriptions that they're throwing out there are the same descriptions that we give to some heavy Cabernets or some nice uh, Barberas or something. It's the same type of profile <laughs> that you're getting in. That would also pair well. That would also pair yeah. well. And it's it's uh, it's amazing because well, like Phil's description there could apply to a, to a nice uh, heavy Zimbabwe. I mean, the, the the profile he just said. So that I thought that was very interesting uh, how it, it applies so well there. Mike, what are you smoking tonight?
5: I am smoking something from one of my favorite blenders. This is a Trinidad Espiritu Siri number one. It's made at the AJ Fernandez factory for I guess it's Alcadas, right? But Trinidad is the company. That's the brand. Right. So it's Trinidad and this is the Espiritu Siri number one. Very nice cigar. Not a lot of information. It is a Nicaraguan puro, which means that the wrapper, binder and filler are all Nicaraguan tobacco. So this is a pure Nicaraguan of Puro. Okay. That, now, oh, that's and, uh, interesting. Very, too. very, yeah, Go so on. he, this is, again, this is a, a guy who has huge farms and lots of tobacco, so naturally he wants to use as much homegrown tobacco as he can. Mm-hmm. So So his, you... ten, his, his blends tend to use a lot of the same varietals, and a lot of people say a lot of them taste alike. Which I guess is true to some extent. Um, I guess there's only so much you can do with all the tobaccos, but nonetheless, this has got some. This is a nice medium plus, maybe medium to full for me. Um, Lots of flavors. It's got a really nice retro ale. Not a lot of spice on the retro. You know, just just enough that it's interesting.
1: What's a retro (laughs) ale? You better explain okay, that, Okay, so I
5: guess there's an equivalent in tasting wine as well. So do you exhale through your nose while you have wine in your mouth to get the, 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 the uh, nasal? Uh, component? I do, yeah,
3: because I know how, but most people choke. But, yes, that's a great way to do it.
5: And that's a retrohale. The same thing with uh. the smoke. You let some of the smoke come out of your nose, and then you're doing a retro-nasal exhalation. That's a retro. Habit. You're
6: tr- you're triggering your olfactory senses. You're smelling right. it. Your smell tastes because, uh, not not to get overly geeky, but if you're talking palate, you're strictly talking sweet, sour, you know the the primary tastes. But right. when you can somehow trigger your sense of smell, that's when you get the, you know, like the chocolate and not just the sweet. And that's kind of where we live as cigar reviewers. So we could mm-hmm. see things like you said, and not just tell you well, kind of sour with a, you know, a little bit of salt. So that's right. Kind of and of
5: course, you also you have to realize that even if you're not intentionally retrohaling, just a matter of breathing, some of that is going through your nose. So you are always getting a little of that that smell taste. But if you do a retrohale, right. then you really really get a, a feel for the tobacco. Ah, oh, okay. Right. And, and, and
6: honestly, a lot is made of the retrohale. <clears throat> I, I don't, for one, think it's that important, because if you just sit with the smoke, you smell it. You don't have to force it out your nose, but it's a thing that people like to do.
5: Well, but, but I always find the, the smoke after you've exhaled it or at the foot of the cigar never really smells the same as what i'm doing on a retro hill i don't know if it's because of the direction that it's going you know rather than sniffing something in your nose this is going out the other way that's why it's retronasal it's not orthonasal mm-hmm. it's retronasal
4: but uh, not uh, to get
5: geeky <laughs> what, what, what what i what,
6: what i recommend because we're probably talking to people that aren't Smoker, smokers. They're maybe just interested in becoming a smoker. Don't right. worry about blowing it out your nose. Some people have Okay, that. yeah, it that's, does, that's what I was it trying. It does.
5: That's what I was trying. It does.
6: It does ramp up the spices. It could tear up your eyes. When you smoke, right, sit with the smoke, and by that I mean let it stay in your mouth. Swish it like wine. Chew the smoke. Chewing is that good. should get you where you need to go. And then you can blow it out in your nose. Right.
4: (laughs) And that's the
5: retrohale and that gives that gives you a burst of more flavors that you might not have even tasted while you had it in your mouth. Is
6: the
3: is the beginning of a cigar flavors going to be different than the end?
5: Um, One hope so. Can be. Yep.
6: Yeah, uh, uh, transi- you'd be talking about what we would call transitions. All right. And uh, that just the thing that happens in premium cigars. Not always, and it's not always indicative of good. It's not inherently good. If a cigar you're smoking starts getting bad, that's a transition. It just is a transition that introduced aspects that you don't like. So a lot of times people say, oh, this cigar is transitional as if it's inherently a good thing, and it's not necessarily, but yes, they do tend to transition to the point that the traditional way of revealing a cigar is in thirds. So oh. I don't do that. Um, I notice some people are moving away from it, I think. I honestly don't read a lot of reviewers. I tend to only read Phil and um, <laughs> sometimes Craig. But Craig swears he's not a cigar <laughs> reviewer, so I don't know what nope. to make of that. <clears throat> I just like so, there are transitions. Even if it's just, I uh, think you're 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 pulling in as it's burning. You're going to have a buildup of oils, and that alone is going to change your
5: experience. And there so, you go. Thanks. As well as, well as the tar inside.
6: Exactly, yeah. and there are tricks to, you know, fixing, quote-unquote, fixing that. You could purge, it's what they call purging, and that's blowing out the other, you know, you blow out.
5: You know, I like in. to purge. Some people don't like it. I like to purge.
6: And some people are dumb.
5: <laughs> I get I get, I get get almost like a fresh, clean taste of the cigar after it cleans exactly. down. It, exactly, it, 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 it
6: cleans it, it cleans it out. It cleans mm. it up. But I, I feel like we're drifting so far from the, the, the rudimentary. Because you, you have to remember, on these questions you're asking, first of all, you're asking them to geeks, to cigar no, geeks. No, I, I know.
4: Second, I know. second, second
6: okay. of all, there's really no easy answer. These are all, like, when you ask about the fermentation process, books have been written about it, some of them good. <laughs> and but these are big topics.
5: Same thing right. with wine. I
6: could imagine. I, mean, that, you know, you, I know a little bit.
5: If, if, you, want, if you want to educate Oof. your listeners in cigars, then we have to go back to Cigars 101.
3: Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the thing that you're saying there, I think, piques interest. I mean, I can, I can get geeky on wine. Sometimes I do. But I think people look at that stuff, and it piques an interest to investigate further. And I think that's what you're doing now is, you know, with the the leaves and the fermentation and all this stuff, I think it gives people a a little shove to, you know, try these different cigars, to look at the different flavor profiles, to try uh, blowing back through the cigar and seeing what the difference in the next puff is. I I mean, all that stuff is... uh, motivating people to try them. And that's same thing with wine. That's what we do with that. We we get a little bit geeky because, um, well, that's what we do. <laughs> well but,
5: by the way, along, along with the cigar, I am enjoying some wine.
4: Are you? Oh.
5: I have a bottle of Cedez Cabernet Sauvignon that right. appears to be from the Napa Valley. A twenty nineteen vintage.
3: I'm impressed, Mike. I am impressed.
5: Is that a kosher wine? <laughs> I have no idea.
4: <laughs> All my basically is kosher. It's a very good wine not,
3: though. Yeah. It's it should be a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm not familiar with that particular wine, but there are so many boutique wineries. <laughs> As I'm sure there's so many boutique cigar makers, but uh, so many boutique wineries that you can't keep up with all of them. And the same thing with cigar makers, which begs the question, how, I I mean, same thing applies to wineries as it does to cigar makers. But how do uh, a startup cigar maker make it in the business? I mean, you would think that.
1: Most of them there's don't.
6: Some, how that, really? How do? How do a startup? Is that what you're asking?
4: Yes. How do, that do was a startup? Exactly startup you said, stay? how
1: do
6: a startup? Well, let me tell you how it be. Um, <laughs> a lot try. Uh, there's that. There's that old jokey joke about you know it's an excellent way to make a million dollars if you show up with two million.
4: Um, yeah, yeah.
6: It, it, it's hard. It's hard to be a little guy. You don't get the best leaf. You, and when you get the best leaf, you don't have security that you're going to continue to get the best leaf. Um, the hope for a boutique company is to kind of catch fire by offering something different. That's one way they could go. There are a lot of uh, tobaccos and processes that aren't used by the bigger guys sometimes, and they sneak in a little curveball on you know, the business and you have a bunch of seasoned smokers that are always looking for something new and uh, hopefully a boutique company could supply that to them. A lot of it has to do with marketing. They're the new cool kid. They're the new pretty girl that just started in high school and they get a lot of attention. It's, uh, It's a hard road. I would not recommend anyone trying to start a cigar company. Especially not with your audience, Ron, because 1st we you've got to get them smoking.
3: <laughs> That's true. You, yeah. know, I, you know, it's the old thing in the wine business. You know how to make a million dollars? You start with two, and you just had the same, same thing. Same Yeah. You know, right. This goes goes along there. Uh, the, um, I, I can't help but think, and whenever people think of cigars, they think of uh, uh, Swishers and... Uh, Black and Bold and all of these things on there. Uh, would you call those gateway cigars? I mean, it's like it seems to me like they're the Boone's Farm and the uh, Strawberry Hills. And those
6: those convenience store, those truck stop cigars, those mass produced machine made cigars are literally what drives the industry. Say what you will about them. <clears throat> We here who enjoy premium cigars, even boutique cigars, which are premium but tiny and half out of business, um, we are such a small segment of the cigar industry that is, again, driven by those machine-made cigars, like the Swisher Sweets, like the Philly Titans, like anything you would picture, uh, again, back to high school, the kid that's cutting it open and putting another leaf in it. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you could say that. You get (laughs) the gist. But, but it, as far as sales and so as we far all as production. They want is a right. And, and there are people that smoke. I'll occasionally smoke a machine made. I just recorded a podcast about, you know, don't overlook them. Don't be so snooty to overlook them because a lot of people, they have a desire to purchase a cheap cigar that they could mow their lawn with and they don't think to get machine made. And I think that's a good spot for a machine made because it's a waste for a premium cigar when you're toiling in your yard. But that's that's personal. Uh, that's my preference. So yeah,
4: it's a, it's
6: anyway. A point.
3: Uh, well, you speak on machine-made, mm-hmm. then the majority of cigars are actually would be machine-made. Uh, the hand-rolled would be uh, premium.
1: Uh, well, I forget comes the comes actual number. It's it's under 10%. It's a lot. It's 5% of you know the cigar industry is handmade.
5: I, that th- th- I th- thought
1: it was three
3: maybe
5: three, yeah wow, yeah,
1: yeah it's very that small,
3: really surprises
5: me yeah, so Envision. where we where, where they sell where they sell well, let's be generous and say four hundred thousand cigars a year in America in the world they're selling thirty five billion of those little things
3: uhhuh, right okay well uh, yeah and and you start thinking about you walk into a uh a a cigar store that has their nice humidor in the back of the store, but you pass through, you know, four or five aisles of the uh, cigarette cigars and all those flavored cigars and everything before you get back to the humidor. So I suppose it, that would make sense there if you really think about it. And I mean, people don't just
6: pass those and go to the back of the store; they come in, Ron, pick up those, Ron, and walk. In. Ron, I hate I, I hate to interrupt Cap again. Are you uh, are you saying Humidor? Hum- I hear Humidor.
3: Uh, yes, I did. Humidor.
5: Yes. I, I was
6: Humidor. 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 Part part of me again. Cap still. Humidor <laughs> sounds like a Hispanic man who hums.
4: <laughs>
6: Humidor. It's humidor, yes, it is humidor. It's humidor. I, humidor. Think, I stand, I it's, corrected. It
5: contains it's humidor
6: all over the world. It's humidor in Cuba. It's humidor in the Dominican Republic. It's humidor in Honduras, and it's humidor, it's humidor, it's humidor. It's humidor, it's humidor in, in Nicaragua, <laughs>
4: yeah. and, in and in Cuba, and Florida,
3: and even in Florida, humidor. Say humidor. And, and of course, the
1: the idea of a humidor is to keep the humidity in. You know, consistent. <laughs> <laughs> so
6: consistent
4: <somebody> you <laughs> <laughs> so I remember
5: somebody once asking me about 90% humidity in their humidor,
4: and the yeah. why
5: their cigars kept going out.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I told you, I'm learning. I'm I'm always yeah. always learning. Yeah. Uh <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think and that was the first big revelation. That was the start of all the good times.
3: I, I believe yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Well, let's you know, and let's educate the people out there listening to this. And let's assume they are not cigar smokers. Everybody thinks they need to have that little box with that little uh, <sighs> moisture container thing Sorry. in Pass there. Beef. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, you know, but everybody has to have these cute little, little cedar boxes or redwood boxes and all that, uh, with the,
5: uh, not uh, redwood, uh, not,
4: not redwood, redwood. Definitely it's, cedar.
6: it's, it's, it's Spanish cedar, which technically is neither, it's, but it's a type of mahogany, it's a mahogany. Yes. It's a mahogany. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, uh, uh, but, but it's known as it, it's doing business as, um, Spanish cedar, Spanish cedar. uh, it, the, the the thing is, and I could hit. This is a pet peeve of mine, and I could hit a very ripe audience with this. If you're listening to this podcast, and it's whetting your appetite to smoke your first cigar, or maybe you've only smoked a couple of cigars in your life, and you want to get another cigar, and you want to see maybe you missed something that didn't catch on, and maybe it'll catch on this time, and you'll turn into a cigar guy. Um, don't rush to get a humidor, or even a humidor, go to your local <laughs> tobacconist, have him recommend what you should be smoking according to where you are on your journey of being a smoker, and leave there with, at most, a five-pack of cigars. And you can keep that, those five cigars for an indefinite amount of time in a Ziploc bag with a two-way humidification device, like a Boveda. So don't rush to get the humidor because what I see is a lot of people that rush to get humidors and they don't know what to do with them. And then they hit up people like me with annoying questions like, my humidor level is at 90. What am I doing wrong? Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm here raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. Of course it's mold. You're repeatedly dipping your cigar in water. Yes, it is mold. You are growing mold. Don't worry about it. Let the tobacconist, Top the order. retailer, the retailer, let them worry about the Humidor. You go there, get your cigars, learn how to smoke. And the best way to learn how to smoke is by smoking. Not listening to me, not listening to Craig, not listening like, to Phil who refuses to speak anyway, not <laughs> listening to even Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: I, I I would have to agree with everything you said, and would just add one thing: I would like to see double bagging of the cigars.
6: Well, that's crazy. I,
3: I need, I, <laughs> you know, full disclosure here. What they're talking about is me. I I've been uh, a pseudo cigar smoker for, well, playing golf and stuff like that, and um, I, you know, get it. Through Thompson Cigar, I I get some cigars there. Don't pay a lot for them, and I got myself during one of my orders my nice little uh, humidor, and uh, uh, it. I always thought that you're supposed to keep the moisture level up high, and I did. I was keeping it around ninety. Ninety two
5: percent yeah yeah I'm really high. It was and <laughs> it, it
6: was it was raining. And it he was had actually to raining in your humidor.
5: Yeah.
3: And so I mentioned to these guys once and oh my God, Roker obviously they're not Al, me Al
6: Roker. It. Let me talk. You invited me on. I want to tell a joke. Thank you, Ron. Cap <laughs> again. <Kauffigan. Yeah. laughs> Al Roker is reporting live on location from Ron's humidor. And all he can get out is,
3: it's raining. It's raining. It is affecting 300,000
4: people. It's coming people. sideways. <laughs> yeah. My, my is he's, way, way he's
6: the bad. weatherman. Did I get that name right? That's Al Roker, that right. correct? Yeah,
4: Al
5: Roker. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't yeah. watch a lot of TV. He used to be. Yeah. He's not a weatherman anymore. Oh, he isn't. What is he now? Uh, special assignments he does. Like he does the Macy's Parade. He doesn't do much more than that. He goes out on, you know, important stuff. I like see. when they get a cat oh. out of a tree, those kind of things. Well, well, he's like a also, fluff guy now.
3: If, if there's a yeah, big weather see. event, he always gets on there and says, and this will affect 300,000 people. And as it moves this direction, it will affect another 275,000 people. He loves to tell you how many people is going to be affected by weather systems. So, uh, that always Italy. cracks me up. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> to continue, I, I mentioned it to them, and they did not let me forget it. They go, and you've heard all the comments. I heard all those comments too. You know, you're ringing out your cigar. It's raining in your your box. All this other stuff. And so, I immediately took out the little moisture thing in
6: there. It's raining and, in your box. What kind of deal
3: yeah. is this? <laughs> all, the, all the moisture inside my uh, So the. Uh, cigars are now breathing properly and airing properly without being too wet and without forming moisture inside the cellophane. And so if you do get yourself a humidor, then don't Don't. set that temperature or that uh, humidity high. Do not do it. It is not good. Mike always
5: not even 70.
3: Not, yeah, below 70 even. Mike always whenever he reviews a cigar, he has a little instrument. What's that
5: instrument called? A humidimeter.
3: A humidimeter mm-hmm. and from he cigar pokes medics. that from cigar there you, and you it's got a little probe that you put in the cigar.
5: Two probe, two prongs.
3: Two. Oh, okay. Right. And he, it tells you the relative humidity of the cigar, and like Mike just at that point, at that point, and like he just said, you know, seventy between sixty-five and seventy, he feels is the ideal. Uh, we've talked about. I like this. between sixty
5: and sixty-five.
3: Oh, even lower. Okay,
5: that's my so, personal preference. Wow, yes.
3: that madman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know uh it just I had to give full disclosure on that of uh, why
4: uh we love <laughs> why, you anyway, Ron. Yeah, <laughs>
3: why they were doing that also cutting off the ends when you when you cut the end of your cigar this is something else that they jumped on me about a little bit too I was cutting off like oh quarter inch of the end of the cigar and they go no don't do that there's a little cap on the end of the cigar and when you cut it it's just uh, uh, into that cap and nothing more you don't need a a deep cut but you know you so many times you see TV shows and stuff and they do a cigar and they just you know stick like that and that's
5: how you know the guy's not really a cigar smoker
3: (laughs) yeah yeah there you go because you get you get a lot of these Movies and stuff where they have a cigar and they go to snip off the end and it's just it's a, an inch of the cigar that's cut off, you know. So, right. but But uh, these these are things these these are things that people don't really explain to you. And if you're unsure about stuff, ask your local uh, tobacconist, tobacconist. Uh, and they will. Uh, try to
1: educate you a little bit more there. And they will they will happily sell you an expensive cutter too if you let
5: them. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, yeah. There's... The cheap
5: one is fine to start. And, and, and you know, the yeah, problem it's... with the cheap ones is they, the big problem with the cheap ones is they get dull very fast or out of alignment. But yeah. if they're cheap, they're good for a little while.
3: And you get you it. I got a V cutter. And uh that's been working very well for me, I and have the whole
5: other animal
3: yeah uh you know it's it's but the, it's like openers for wine. you can go out and buy yourself all <laughs> sorts of openers you can get one that you know mounts on the table that uh uh oh you know, why well, you guys disappeared for a second I right. started to get worried Um uh,
4: and as
5: far as as far as as far as the V cutter goes, that eliminates that other problem we talked about because there's a backstop. You can only cut right. so much off with the V cutter; it doesn't let you go too far. So that's and, one of the big advantages for a novice is that you don't even have to worry about it.
3: And I also found that you can get the regular circle cutters, the the two finger things that have a backstop on them, and so you can just put it in there and yes, you can and do that. These are these are good ones to you find if, the, you the, have,
5: the, the, if you don't have one of those, you can take that cheap cutter, lay it on the table, stand your cigar up in it, and take a cut, and that'll be a good cut. Yeah,
4: no, there
6: you go. If it's not the, enough. The, the take, take one. the takeaway is. You just have to cut through that top leaf to free up the draw. That's it. It, it doesn't it, take if much. If there's any question, how if, if if there's any question, if you're cutting too deep, you're cutting too deep. Cut less uh-huh. deep. <laughs> you could always yeah. cut again if you have to. All you great Put the thing back together. So that's and if you cut too far, th- what what you run into if you cut too deep is you cut past where you should and then a whole cigar could unravel. So don't do that. Be, be right. careful. You don't have to overthink it. Just be careful. I'm actually, this is all very familiar to me, because if I could if I could plug something that I'm working on, I'm actually working on a small book to, that will walk everyone through this. And uh, Craig could tell you, because he read a, kind of a draft of it, and Craig could tell you that it is very entertaining, <laughs> this book that I'm working on. It
5: kept me awake for a, <laughs> for a good hour. That's
6: a direct quote. For a good hour. That is. It's a two-hour long book, but it kept him awake for an hour. For an hour. kept <laughs> dozing off.
3: Uh, well, it, you know, the different cutters and everything. That's what I implied. That, it, it, yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. The different, uh, different cutters out there, though, you can go crazy and get yourself some very expensive ones, Uh just like on openers for wine, and so, so
5: so the same is true for lighters. They were just uh, selling lighters at the PCA show for five point five million dollars for one. They had never oh sale,
1: and they sold two of them.
5: The got, Do I regret oh
1: my, buying one of those?
4: Yes, oh my bad. gosh!
3: <laughs> <laughs> what crazy! Uh, I have to what diamond encrusted? What? Yes,
6: actually. Yes. Yes.
3: Oh my god. Oh. That is un- unbelievable. Solid <laughs> gold. I
1: wasn't able, wasn't able to get close enough to them myself. As, the only
6: as well thing, connected to I am. You, you could you could light a cigar with a Bic lighter, not a sponsor, a Bic lighter. You can light a cigar with a match as long as it's wooden. A wooden match, not a paper match. Right. Paper match, right. (laughs) And
5: never ever never ever use a lighter with lighter fluid. You don't ever want to use a liquid fuel in a lighter to light a cigar. You want to use gas, butane.
6: Yes. Yes.
5: Odors. Anything
6: else smells. Yes. Right. And that's the lighter.
5: The, the then flavor to it. Will paint it your
4: cigar. Huh.
6: Well, there you go.
3: I'm, I'm, all, all these people out there listening to this going, oh, my gosh, what, what am I going to do with my Zippo now? Yeah. You but, take
5: it, out, take the Zippo part out and you put it in a, a, an insert, which is butane. You can find them uh, almost anywhere.
6: God. There you go. <sighs> so much it
5: sounds like it this sounds a, this is like déjà vu all over again
3: i know it does it? <laughs> <laughs> but i had to bring it up and we can't reference so
4: <laughs> <sighs>
3: uh,
6: i'm tired
3: <laughs> yeah early on the <laughs> west coast you got a long ways to go uh my mike you have any comments any questions anything you want to bring up to the guys
2: uh I just learned something uh, that Craig is an anagram of cigar and um <laughs> uh I just okay so couple of, couple of, couple of questions uh is it is it a fact that 7 years is followed by 8 years and can you tell the difference can you tell the difference between this is serious can you tell the can you tell the difference between more expensive uh, versus cheaper cigars, like you can supposedly with wine? Like how Ooh, expensive? To some extent.
4: To some okay.
5: extent. Um, very often I'm disappointed by a 20 or $25 cigar, only because for me the value mm-hmm. to price ratio is not good. You know, my perceived value you can find hmm. an inexpensive cigar or a value cigar that is not only very good for the money, but very good.
6: <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of deviate from what you're saying here. I, I don't want to put you on a hot seat, Mike, but one of the beauties of the cigar industry of premium cigars is, is you do most of the time get what you pay for. If you pay a little more, you get a little bit of a better cigar. The, the thing that you hit up against is kind of what Mike is alluding to how much more do you have to pay for how much better? And that comes down to kind of like your right. budget, your personal preference. But yeah, diminishing returns. Right. Predominantly, you do get what you pay for. Uh, there's, uh, everybody's always looking, uh, I think I alluded to it before, everybody's always looking for a, like a screaming deal, like a, like a $5 cigar that smokes like a $10 cigar. But then when you hear them talk about it, they always say things like it's good for its price. Which And I've said this a million times, and I'm going to try to clean up what I normally say, but when you start talking about it's good for what it costs, it's a lot like uh, uh, she's really hot for a, uh, a heavyset woman. Um, you, I'm trying to be very careful with that, but you, you always meet this disclaimer. You always meet this disclaimer that it's good for the price. That, to me, doesn't sound that great, you know when you have to qualify it, like you said again, you predominantly get what you sure. pay for, it, but that being said, there's also a limit the, the like no cigar costs more than I don't know, Craig, how much would you say no cigars like what's the limit as far as just labor and material like Not like thirty bucks, bucks? no, no, like I mean one, like oh. on on our side, on Mike's side, on oh. the consumer side. Like no cigar is worth much more than thirty bucks. <laughs> no, no, I would say. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep.
1: What, mean, what, it, so every every cigar, you. every cigar basically only costs a couple dollars to make, and the rest sure. is packaging, marketing. There's some. Leaves. Sometimes you run into rare. Everybody's rarely, profit. But and yeah, there's a lot right. of, there's a lot of hands in the pot that want to make. Uh, Want to make money, but uh, how much? Yeah.
3: Is, if someone's going to go out and get a cigar, that you know, how much would they expect to spend? Uh, you know, six, seven dollars, ten, twelve. Mm-hmm. A, a, you know,
6: a premium, a, pre, a premium tobacco, long leaf filler cigar, ten bucks. Okay, so run, run, I was
5: gonna, depending I was going to say eight to twelve. It depends on where you are and in
1: the country too, because everybody has exactly. Taxes, it depends true. on Taxes, You're In right. Florida, in Pennsylvania,
5: if, if, if you're in New York, that twelve-dollar cigar is like eighteen, nineteen dollars, whatever it is. And, and and
6: and I stress long filler, long leaf filler, because there's such a thing as short or mixed filler cigars, which are not long leaf, and those could be a little cheap, but those could be quite pleasant to smoke. Cigars. Right. There's like I like I said before, Ron. There's so many every question it could open up just a, a, a book full of
3: oh a myriad of answers silly yeah,
6: information. Uh, yeah. yeah so for, can, can, for what for what for what we're all smoking here i'd say about ten bucks will get you there okay and
3: you all just that's it. And, and that's that's about wine i mean if you want to get yourself a decent bottle mm-hmm. of wine around twenty dollars is probably better than around the eight or ten twelve dollar bottle of wine if you get something that costs around 20 25 you're going to get you consistently a good bottle of wine so you figure eight to twelve you're going to get consistently a decent smoke Nice.
6: Right. Sure. Uh, pretty much i wasn't really listening pretty i noticed <laughs>
3: you do that a lot with me uh, why well, i feel so. sad
6: not just You realize. have an excellent question, Other Here, Mike. everybody.
3: Okay, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my mic, did that answer your question? I mean...
4: <laughs>
2: yes, it did. Thank you well, very much.
4: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it was, uh, yeah, you can tell the difference between the cheaper oh. cigars versus the more expensive cigars. And yep. apparently, yes. yeah, yeah, got the answer. Um, yep. Okay, now, a bottle of wine. I, I don't know about you guys, but I can't drink a full bottle on my own. So I put the uh, cork back in it, you know, put the cap back on it. No offense, but uh, whatever. Can you do the same with a cigar? Do you do,
6: once you lit it?
4: You, you now you have to. Oh, yeah.
6: You can't drink. You can't drink a full bottle of wine.
3: <clears throat> I told you already. He's new and he's just learning stuff.
6: That, that was kind of off I thought a bottle a was a serving. I might be. Okay.
2: Yes. A light heavyweight, but so uh, yes. Uh,
6: especially, as, as, especially at as the beginning, especially at the beginning when you're first starting to smoke, you're probably not going to make it all the way through a cigar. Uh, you start with this. Okay. This is where one. size matters, right? Yes, it is, and I would recommend going no larger than a Robusto, maybe a Corona. Those are Vitola names. So, anyway, get a small cigar, get a mild cigar, but if you can't even get through that. Uh, there is protocol to uh, uh, putting a cap on it. So putting it down so you can come back. Okay. And that is, we mentioned, right? We mentioned purging. We mentioned purging. Yes, we did. Now I'm remembering. So when you hit that point in time where you have to put your cigar down, knock off the ash. And I say knock when I should say roll. You don't flick it like a cigarette. You roll it in your ashtray so that the ash is removed. And you purge it. And then you put it down in the finger of the ashtray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, when you, and when you come back to it, you light it like you're lighting it all over again like it's a new cigar. And you can do that once.
3: Purge. Explain purging a cigar.
6: Purge. I thought I did it earlier. Blowing, blowing out. we That's when you're blowing out. Yeah, blowing okay. out, not blowing in. Okay. To, to okay. clean it. To clean it. You oh. knock off the ash and you you, knock, you roll off the ash and then you purge or you could purge and then roll off the ash there, that really doesn't matter and then you lay it in the finger no, then, you your make, then you make a
5: mess in your lap then, <laughs> uh, so, you so the
6: finger ron the finger of an ashtray is the indent in the side of the ashtray where you rest your cigar that's called a finger a finger uh, finger i didn't yes. know it had a name and then and then when you come back to it when you stop getting dizzy or when you after you eat dinner or if your wife wants to run out somewhere, you come back and you light the cigar as if it's the first time you lit it. And that's the whole process right. and in and of Knock off itself.
5: any elastic form. Knock off any mm-hmm. form. And we light the cigar just like it was lighting a fresh one.
6: Yep. Wow. Yep. And uh, does it, does anybody want to go, walk through the lighting process? I feel like that's important. Who M-I-B. wants to do that? Yes. yes. And, and well, anyone I'm, 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 you? I've
5: always been a toaster. I've always been a toaster. So I like to toast the end of my cigar. So what that means and what is, is that, that when I light my oh, cigar, okay. I don't just put it in my mouth and start puffing on it with the flame in front of it. What I like to do is I like to prepare the end of the cigar by gently heating it up so that it turns to a nice brown color and then it starts to glow a little bit in spots. At that point, the cigar is toasted, and it's preheated, and it'll light better and give you a better draw and smoke right away. The, the, the idea I behind that is that, that you have it. an even light.
6: The idea behind toasting is to give an even light, <clears throat> that the whole rim and the guts are all lit.
5: Right, and, and, um, my, and my, particular, my particular fetish is that when I do my toasting, I like to do the ring of fire, I like to go around the edge of the cigar to ensure that the wrapper and binder have been merged together by the heat so that it burns evenly all the way down.
6: And, and, and me, personally, I don't toast. I do go straight to lighting it in my mouth, but I've been doing this a while. I know to rotate the cigar while I'm doing it, while I'm taking my lighting puffs, and then always you take the cigar out and you blow on the ash. And it'll wow. light up, and you can see that it's all lit up. That's a little trick or that you can s- do you if can you wanted it's to. not
5: all lit up.
1: Mm-hmm. Transversely, yes. That's also accurate. Yes. And you also don't want to put it directly in the flame. You want to keep it above the that's flame. That's very important. Thank you, Craig. That mm-hmm. is very important.
6: The, the flame never touches the tobacco. It simply warms the tobacco. Otherwise, you're going to taste burnt notes. Ah. It's, it's, it's all very complicated.
3: It is it, it,
6: it, it's it was a lot
3: of the
5: whole I it's mean, a whole
3: ritual. Whole ritual. It's just you know, mm-hmm. it's like wine. You pour yourself a glass of wine, we go through all of our rituals there and all that. And cigars mm-hmm. right does the same thing. You are uh going to the rituals it, it, of, it's all uh, it's all
6: uh, setting the mood. It's all setting the mood. These are both luxury items and they're meant to be enjoyed in your luxury time and you set a nice little place for yourself. And you have maybe a little ritual. You do something. Mike likes to involve my Mike. Again, not that I lay claim to owning a Mike. Mike has his personal autonomy. But he likes, I know he likes to, he likes to call over his rabbi. His rabbi says a little prayer. And... um,
4: (laughs) And, and then they do. <laughs>
5: no, I, I I I generally call the moil so he can cut the end off my cigar. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Definitely don't want to cut off too much. Is
5: there not a rim shot option? That
1: was. <laughs>
6: oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: Phil, Phil up, where girl. are you? <laughs> I, have, I don't have access. I don't have access. Phil's still here. Oh, okay. oh, oh Phil still here. Still
0: here. Here. You know,
3: Phil's still here. Yeah, Phil's been this thing in the background the whole time. He's been he's been enjoying the show.
0: I, yeah. I've been. I've, writing, I've been writing all this down. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> for
3: your book. Good
1: huh? okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> not to do on a podcast.
0: Why Mike again? You guys actually lost me when Mike said fetish. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, we, all,
6: we all got thrown for a collective loop. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Yeah, that was... <laughs>
3: it happens it happens um, my mic any any other questions any other comments
6: no, ask another question I like, no, I I like your mic's questions ask another question Mike oh, and then I'll ask you a question I, not better than yours this isn't a competition if it I don't was, have a yes.
4: You, real, you, real you quick real quick when
1: you're done you with
4: your
1: cigar it. when you're finished oh, with yeah. your cigar you don't a stamp a, you don't stuff it out like a cigarette. You just let it sit in the uh, in the ashtray, and it'll go out by itself eventually. Otherwise, you and when make a whole and, mess and when do you metal.
6: stop? The, here's another popular question: mm-hmm. When do you that stop a smoking thing. a cigar? You stop you stop smoking a cigar when it becomes less than enjoyable. Correct. Correct. There's a lot of people out there that will tell you to uh, not smoke it past the halfway mark. They will tell you not to smoke it past the band. Always oh, a right, if, if you happen someone, the band, if you right. happen
5: to be someone who's if you happen to be someone who's selling cigars, they'll tell you, "Oh, you should only smoke it halfway." Zino
1: Davidoff. Yes. <laughs> yes Zino Davidoff
6: is
5: famous for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Then you, then you get another one and enjoy half of that too. Wait,
4: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
6: But, uh, yeah, when it stops becoming enjoyable, when it gets too hot, when it gets too bitter or sour, you put it in the finger of your ashtray. It's called a finger. It's the, the indent on the rim That's of every ashtray. Finger. Yes. It's it a, exactly. You knew. Okay. Yeah, so you just yeah. put it there, and you sit there, and you reflect upon your experience with that cigar, or you go do dishes. Whatever. Uh-huh. But you don't snuff it out. You don't snuff it out,
5: and, and the cigar will graciously retire.
4: <laughs> Absolutely, very good. Well put, Mike. Very good. Mm-hmm. Got so, it. well, I, you know, your,
2: I, uh, I, I got another one. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry about that. I know you. I think you were just getting getting ready to go on something. No. But uh, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on uh, filtered cigars? Um or uh, the cigars that look could, like little uh, cigarettes could, or something. Can we
6: address this can, can we address this question to Phil? I feel like Phil hasn't had his voice heard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. This question is okay. for Phil. Uh, <laughs>
6: Which one is Phil? That, that that's um, me.
2: Right oh no, that there's Pre- Pre- oh, oh, Pre- oh, okay. Pre- okay.
0: okay. Filtered cigars, filter Phil. Filters. I I I, I, yeah. I haven't
1: have, smoked filtered cigars. Ever? Uh, nope. They're hmm. a, step, a step from so, so you're cigarettes, So you back basically? to that
5: classification of, of machine-made, chopped, short filler cigars mm-hmm. with homogenized uh, tobacco, whatever. Homogenized tobacco? Yeah.
6: You cannot you recommend, recommend filtered cigars. A, a lot of times, it's a lot of times it's honestly a tax dodge. It's uh, yeah, a way a to buy a cheap, right? It's a way to buy a cheap cigarette, and I don't condone cigarettes necessarily yeah. unless I want one, then I do. But <laughs> for the interest of this particular show, not cigarettes. So I, 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 I cannot, will not, won't recommend filtered cigars. Cap, did you just get that line from Dr. Seuss?
4: (laughs) I (laughs) should
3: I cannot. I will not. I should not. (laughs) It's like Boone's Farm or (laughs) Strawberry Hill. I cannot. I will Mm -hmm. not. I should not recommend you just drink those wines. You know, spend a little bit more money (laughs) and
6: get something profitable. Well, and and that's the thing. I don't know if I said it before or not because I don't even listen to myself often, but... If you are working on a budget, don't try to get the cheapest cigar. Smoke less cigars. That's right. You heard it from a cigar guy. Smoke less. Just get the good smoke cigar and smoke once, twice a week. Smoke better because then you're going to get the full enjoyment, and then you're going to understand why everybody here is geeking out about it. If you get some yeah. cheap, crappy cigar, you're going to light it up. It's going to be terrible, and you're going to think we're all crazy and stupid. But right. not
1: necessarily. Pre- premium, cig-
6: premium premium cigars. Oh, are I not a,
5: go that far.
1: <laughs> premium cigars <laughs> are not a nicotine delivery system. Exactly.
6: Cigars
5: yeah, you don't get. I on I for that. Mm-hmm. And and
6: oh, the most important thing is you do not inhale cigars. Yeah, we that, should have started with a good that. Point ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do Never. not inhale cigars. Never, ever, ever inhale cigars.
4: That's, that's Even the retro, bad.
6: blowing it out your nose, you're not inhaling cigars. You do not. Yeah. So good, we should Good have point. That. I, yes, we should have. Yeah, that's that's. That was my other question actually?
2: So yeah, that was good. Okay. Yeah. Do not inhale. Yeah. So so okay.
6: so so other Mike, other Mike. I have a question for you. If if I may. Which one is Would other that be Mike? okay. Mine, is that Mike. Ron's other, Mike or Mike? No, Mike not Mike. Mike. Weinstein. Ron's Mike. Oh, okay.
3: Ron's Mike. Oh gosh.
6: Is that you? <laughs> I, I
1: not, that, not that Ron owns
6: Mike. No, no. no. So I own. <laughs> I, 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 uh, right, right. You, you, you two have your own full autonomy as a moral agent, Mike. Other Mike. Right. Um, okay. So I understand through Ron. This is all filtered information through Ron. I understand, and somewhat from you directly. You're 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 thinking about getting into cigars. You're also, much to my surprise, dabbling in wine. For Christ's sake, you don't drink a whole bottle at a time. So, correct. You're not. I'm a fully am You're a hobbyist. You're 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 an, an appreciator of of some minimal source. <laughs> so <one> now. <laughs> So, so, so Do you
5: actually have bottles of wines and you put the corks back in? Wow. I can't visualize that concept.
4: That's like having a
6: leftover barbecue sandwich. Look, I, well, I, don't, I don't. Anyway, so
5: walk out and throw it away. I'm never going to use it again. <laughs>
6: Uh, I, I just don't understand that. But
5: uh, anyway. Especially so, so between what, me and the wife. Is, I mean, the bottle goes real quick. Okay, Mike Weinstein.
6: I'm not addressing Mike Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> other, Mike, other Mike, what's your name? What's, what, what's your surname? Do you have a surname that you share? So I could distinguish between uh, Michaels. Uh,
5: what uh, is Mike it? B. 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 Mike B. B? B. B.
6: B. B? B.
4: Yeah. B. Yeah. Okay. Not B-E-E. B. Just B.
6: Yeah. B, just B. B. The letter B.
2: That be that's me. that's my stage name my <laughs> okay
6: so stage name. mike mike b mike b are oh, you talking about don't me? know much Is that about... me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes mike b. you don't know much about cigars but we're going to fix that okay yeah. you you know a little more about wine and i'm not putting you on the spot mm-hmm. here but i am i'm not trying to be derogatory at all but i'm, I'm just interested what's your bag man like what do you like? What makes Mike be tick? Oh. Oh. Wow, that's a good
2: question. I have to go back in the archives for that one. Um <laughs> Mike, Mike Are you real? Are you an actual Mike, person? This is,
4: Mike, this is a yeah, pickup line what's Cap-
0: This is the pickup line that Captain used on all of it. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let me check my notes real quick.
6: Mike B, what is your favorite color? <laughs> blue.
4: Blue? It's gonna Why blue? you going to
0: be followed up with him asking if your legs oh, are tired.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I must crack this enigma of Mike B.
4: Welcome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mike
6: B. <laughs>
4: Mike does a radio You're show. Is forever
6: every, going to remain a mystery? Oh, he every does Saturday a radio morning, show.
3: Mike does a radio show, oh. music show. Uh, it's part of uh, music. I'm
6: writing this down. Yeah. Oh, music. Okay.
3: Mike, Mike, tell us You know, promote yourself for a moment
0: yeah. here. Go ahead.
2: Well, yeah, like, uh, how, um, yeah. We yeah. have uh, 27 minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> it's uh, no, we don't. <laughs> why did...
2: I, I should. Oh, it's dinner? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just, I have no idea. Yeah, it's a uh, Saturday morning. Um, what time? Let's see. You're what? Yeah, West Coast. you never. It's 7 a.m. Eastern time. So that's like 9 p.m. the previous day your time.
4: Yeah. yeah I don't even like know that.
6: what the time yeah. is. Yes, Something like that. That, that's,
2: that's actually 1976. Yes, six. <laughs> yeah. and um, <clears throat> it's 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, on. Uh, there's an iOS app. There's. Uh, it's online. It's not a you know, but a ton of listeners. It's it's really really good compared to where I, where I was doing it. But I've been doing it since like 2006, 2007, somewhere around there. Yeah. So yeah,
4: you've been doing it. Um, what, what's,
6: what's the name of it? What's What's the name of it?
2: station I'm on is jet Jetstream radio Jetstreamradio.com, and there's a ios app if you have ios um mm. i'm also uh the previous shows are on Mixcloud, and um i can't remember if anything else has been picking up but uh yeah there's a just getting getting on Mixcloud. cloud but uh yeah so it's every saturday yeah um My, I, what, radio, what, radio, there, what kind of music,
6: music guy
2: anything you know, and everything for the music it's it's mostly uh, 70s, classic rock, classic hits of the 70s, some 80s, um, and requests. I mean, requests can go to anything, to current stuff, but I try and stick to that that, uh, that era, I guess. So mostly in a long and, time, but it just depends. And he has had
3: requests for some obscure artists that he has been <laughs> able to find and play, and he has a lot of listeners over in Europe because of the time zone mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. time change. I mean,
2: yeah. yeah. Well. yeah. yeah. Wow,
4: thank you. Yeah. It's,
2: it's just been, uh, different. Just something else. But um, it's, awesome. it's a good time zone, I think, because of that. But It's early for people in the U.S., so most of the listeners are in the U.K. or what was Europe. Hmm, uh, yeah. Eastern Europe. Yeah. 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 Well, restaurants, uh, restaurants.
6: The Cigar Craig has a huge following in Iceland.
1: really? Yep. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't That'd know if that's close
2: cool. to Norway. Let me get the map, but I've had a few from Norway and, and uh I don't know where that is in relation, but uh um yeah, I've I've had a, you know, some people uh, from out there. It's it's cool. We chat and I just play spin the tunes and announce and do all kinds of things like that. So talk with uh,
6: people like, like a, like a DJ. DJ. Like like it's like, like a, like a, a DJ. DJ. You're like a radio DJ. <laughs> That's that's outstanding. Uh, I don't know what makes me think of this, but Phil, uh, I don't know if he's still here or not, or if he ever yes, was. Yes, But Phil, yes, he is. Phil can... being 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 part Samoan has a huge following in uh, Samoa.
4: <laughs>
6: Samoa, I believe is.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you had uh, a I'm
0: also, I'm also a part <laughs> Sri Lankan, so a huge Sri Lankan following. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right this is, this digresses <laughs>
4: uh,
3: all right guys thank you for taking the time to join us tonight it has been fantastic and the knowledge mm-hmm. that you have passed on to cigar smokers out there and future cigar smokers and even uh you know, long-time cigar smokers, I'm sure they have found something that was new and interesting to them. So uh, thanks so much Definitely. for
6: I like, being on I, tonight. I personally, like to, I personally like to believe that the knowledge I impart during my lifetime will live long beyond my years, Ron.
3: Oh, yes, I'm sure it is. Well, uh, you know, Sound Bits, which uh, Mike B. has picked up from you, has lived... <laughs> Lived long uh, past years. In fact, before we get off, Mike, can you pull that up and play it for him so we can remind everybody what yes. Cap had to say? Um,
2: this is Cap from, uh, and we actually had it during the uh, anniversary um, exit uh, outro.
6: So yeah, he was on this yeah, one. Well. And this, this, wow. thing, this is w- the- www.kaplowitz.xyz. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's here's I in my chair and have my ashtray, my cigar, a little bit of a libation if I decide to have that. And and I want to be able to just be there. And if somebody comes over to me, uh, I, I want to be able to yell at them and tell them to <laughs> go away. And I want it, my voice to carry. And it carries better indoors when uh. I say, why are you bothering me?
1: That was it. That was a short clip. That's on brand.
6: There you go. So yeah. and that that's a that's a glimpse at my upcoming immortality. <laughs>
2: no. You are, you are currently writing a real book though. I mean this is this is a true it, what how to enjoy a cigar or something. What tell Did we touch on that or no?
6: Other so than just lightly a, it, that was like, I yeah. I don't really like talking about myself. Um so <laughs> <but laughs> I, I, I um can
4: tell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, was, I thought
0: we were all being I thought we were podcast <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
6: i didn't know that was gonna be funny but um no i I'm currently writing a book a small uh, it's probably gonna be a chat book it's um it's with the intent of being able to be read within the confines the time confines of a cigar. It's geared toward very new smokers. it's simply how to enjoy. The cigar you are smoking it 's not very geeky it doesn 't go deep it 's very superficial. I tell a couple of stories here and there, a little razzle dazzle but it 's as if I was sitting across the table or next to you somewhere, and we're walking i 'm walking you through your experience smoking your first or one of your first cigars I tell you how to cut i tell you how to light I tell you a little bit of the story i tell you how to. How to puff on the thing? I tell you all you need to know, and I give you a, again. There's there's a lot of steak, but there's a good amount of sizzle, and um, I'm looking forward to all you uh, all you reading it, we are and let me forward, know. You know, coming
4: out with it. Yeah.
6: sure. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not going to have any free copies, so um, I'll let you know where you could send your checks into
3: you going, going to be um, uh, printed or online or both?
6: It's going to be just print, very, very, very lo-fi and lovely. A, a printed chapbook, a short book, and it's going to be available just through myself. And I will send it out to you personally, and it will be as if I was sending my voice in the mail to you to read in any voice you see fit, possibly mine. And it's going to uh, take you the length, again, the length of a cigar to read it. And it's going to cost about what we said of nice cigar costs.
4: Right. So
6: I highly recommend it, as does Cigar Craig. Well, we are
3: all looking forward to it, I can say with all,
6: yeah. all honesty there, so. I can, I, I, I sense the excitement. <clears throat> yes. Yes. So what's look the for time
2: that. frame? Coming is. Soon. Oh, coming soon. Okay, I wasn't sure if you had a coming, coming date soon. was no time
6: ready. frame. <laughs> just to, to, I, I don't operate on time frames. Might <laughs> okay. Be. Okay. okay.
4: Okay. So before no, we
6: leave detail. here,
3: one more time, let's each of you uh, give your uh, information so people can follow your blogs or your. Facebooks and all that, That's one more time before we go over here and uh, give us information. So let's start with Craig.
4: Okay, um,
1: it's CigarCraig.com, uh, CigarCraig1 on Instagram, CigarCraig on Twitter, if you care about that sort of thing, and uh, you can find CigarCraig or Craig Vanderslice on Facebook. Um, and uh, if you don't finish your cigar, for God's sake, don't put it in your humidor when you're half-smoke cigar. Just don't do
6: that.
4: Just don't
6: do that. That's a good one. That's a good Uh, one. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And
3: you realize I control cutting you guys off, you know? (laughs) know? Disconnecting you. I I am in charge of the switchboard here. Okay, Cap? Cap. Information.
6: Yeah, that's me. Yes, yeah. uh, Kapowitz Media, that's uh, found at wwwk I was told .xyz was the next big thing. I don't know. It doesn't seem You're like the it's to the only one that I know that I know. I don't know. It's kapowitz.xyz. I write about cigars. I write a little bit about pipe tobacco. I write a little bit about Sherlock Holmes. That's another interest of mine. And uh, go check it out. And when the book is available, you'll know if you follow along there. Keep checking back there. And uh, I also do a podcast called First and... Oh, thank you. Maybe you can even have me back on. That sounds miserable. Maybe,
4: yeah.
6: Anyway. (laughs) So so also (laughs) I do a podcast called First and 15th with Phil Carut. I apologize, Phil Carut couldn't make it tonight. But we do a podcast together. Again, it's called The First and Fifteenth. It's uh, available on all podcast catchers and or players. It comes out the first and fifteenth of every month, which is why we decided to call it the first and fifteenth. And it's just Phil and I talking about whatever is on our minds. So don't tune into that if you want to hear about cigars or Sherlock Holmes or anything. It's just a, it's just a conversation. It's rambling.
3: Yes. And Phil... Do you have anything to add to Cap's promo about you and he and your podcast?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm also on the 1st and 15th uh, podcast with Cap. Uh, you can find me at ComedyCigarsMusic.com, on YouTube, Comedy Cigars Music. You can find me on Instagram at Phil Carute, and if I can give any parting device for any new cigar smokers, when you go into the local cigar shop and you're talking to your tobacconist, and you're trying to describe what kind of cigar you want and the process you want to go through, try to omit the word fetish.
3: The word what?
0: That's a good one, too. <laughs>
3: fetish. Fetish.
6: fetish. Don't, uh, don't say uh, fetish. Uh, don't fetish. fetish. Yeah. Also, if I may be so bold and cut in for a second again, I'm very sorry I don't normally act in this fashion.
1: Oh, uh, of course Phil Which was does a lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
6: Phil, Phil does a, a, another project that he's working on is Phil Switch. That's Phil, the name Phil Switch, yeah. and um, everybody should check that out, too. I don't know if he's very, very good, good at that, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of Phil. PhilSwitch.com? Phil Switch. switch. The Phil, Phil yeah.
3: switch. The Phil, uh, no, just Phil, Phil Switch. switch. Just...
6: Phil Switch. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, so if you're listening to this now, immediately, wherever you're listening on, type in into the search feature, Phil, the name Phil, P-H-I-L Switch. Switch, fill switch, the fill okay. switch.
3: But don't leave us yet, because you got to
6: hear at the end of the show. I'm, I'm, then you I'm can... not. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone, uh... I thought you were talking to me. I, I'm not going anywhere. No. We're going to talk for yeah. hours. You don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I control the switch word. I can cut you off anytime.
5: Uh, <laughs> Mike, that's me. That's you. So again, I'm Mike Weinstein. I'm on Facebook. I'm the admin for the Kaplowitz Media Facebook group. So if anybody's interested in cigars and wants to see some pictures of cigars, that could be a place you might want to go. Just message me and I'll be happy to let you in. And
3: um, all of you, if anyone has questions about, about cigars... Can they get a hold of you through all the sites that you just mentioned?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Sure.
4: No. no. <laughs> too late, yeah, Jordan. What, we, what, we per, what we prefer, Be happy what to we answer, answer a, any questions
5: anybody has about cigars. Yeah, if you have any questions... And if I don't prefer, know the answer, then I'll to. find out because I need to know them too.
0: Send <laughs> them. To, send any questions to Cap and then he'll filter them out to us. I uh, Yeah. <laughs>
3: He didn't know the answers.
4: Okay. Sure. <laughs>
3: All right, thank you guys for taking the time tonight to join us. It has been enjoyable, educational and really fun.
6: So, uh this has been yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Thanks
5: for having us. Ron. Oh, thank you. Mike. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it, thank it, you me.
6: Ron, thank you Mike B. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and uh, I will be uh talking to you guys later. Thanks for joining us tonight.
1: Yeah. Thanks everyone.
3: Okay.
1: Thank you.
2: All right. Have a good, Bye now. Have a good evening. You too. Yeah. Bye now. Thank you, Night. Bye. All
3: right. We're yes. gonna get rid of everybody yeah. here. There goes Mike, Uh-oh. there goes Phil, there goes He's Cap, and there goes Craig. Hey. Okay. Wow. Okay. That was That was quick. Yeah, that
2: was very good. Um yeah, I mean, I took a ton of notes.
1: Um, oh, I
3: bet
2: some of the stuff I could, I could catch up with. There's a lot of information there. A lot and, of information.
3: Uh, yeah. yeah, I have learned so yeah. much from them in in a uh, lot oh,
4: uh,
3: eight months uh, a year. I don't know. I don't even know when when it started, but uh, I have learned so much about cigars and and uh, the whole aspects of it that uh, it's. Really been a great journey, and the fact that mm-hmm. I can, I enjoy the cigars now because I'm I'm looking at it instead of just uh, you know it's it's a cigar. I'm looking at the different flavor profiles and all that, just like with wine, and it really makes a difference. I, I'm not getting uh, cheap cigars. I, I'm not buying the two dollar cigars. Well, I can't say that because I am buying two two and two. $2 cigars, because I go through Thompson Cigar to order these things, and I get the uh, cheaper cigars So when I play golf. But if I'm going to spend a little bit more money on a cigar, I actually don't do it while I'm mowing the grass or playing golf or something, just like Cap suggested there, because you, you start mm-hmm. losing. You don't grab yourself a bottle of wine, open it up, and carry a glass with you while you're walking around mowing the lawn and or right. while you're out playing golf, and the same thing with cigars, and so you know, they're they're made to be enjoyed by themselves and all that but uh
4: yeah. they'
3: they've taught me a lot over the years, and it's an uh, interesting show, a lot of fun. I enjoyed it myself, so
4: yeah, it was happy.
2: like a good good group uh for sure, so uh yeah, very knowledgeable, and um yeah, they can they can cut the jokes and they can, uh, you know, answer questions and um, talk. Yeah. Good talk. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty good. And I'm sure uh, – uh, I'm pretty sure Cap was really struggling to keep it clean. Uh, thank you very much,
4: Cap. <laughs> they, but,
3: uh They
2: all were. Uh, believe me. <laughs> they,
4: oh, really? They, but, all, they all were. were. Oh, okay. So, I many, just Cap, so, so like many chances for double entendres there. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was the one I was wor- most worried about, uh, but uh, <laughs> I didn't realize they were all struggling. Okay. Yeah, um, they were all but, struggling. they yeah. all, all had their moments, I'm okay. sure. <laughs> okay. Um, well, there's uh, if you go to YouTube, you can uh, you can search uh, YouTube for comedy cigars music, and um, he does have uh, some episodes on there if you if you uh, want to tune into those about. Thirty minutes, maybe thirty minutes or less. Um, uh, the last one that was uh, done twenty hours ago is uh, the topic is the White House and open-mouthed dog kisses. So that was uh, <laughs> don't know. Haven't uh, haven't checked it out, but it's a video well, and uh, um, just a thirty. What hours, is the company? Yeah, just uh, just do a search on YouTube or actually, I did. Uh, I, I I googled Phil Switch two words and those are the top 2 videos that came up uh for him at least and i'm sure there's others on on youtube but uh uh you can uh, go there to to the videos and see those but uh yeah those are on so um comedy yeah check uh comedy cigars music and oh, cigars uh, oh, I just, okay. yeah yeah yeah, I just did a – I just Googled Phil Switch, uh, see if I could find, you know, Phil Switch some, somewhere like uh, on a podcast thing, and it came up on YouTube. So I thought, oh, oh. there's uh, there's an episode. There's two episodes up there right now, one from – one that one 20 hours ago, and then Catfish uh, that was uh, done a week ago. So
4: Oh, yeah, yeah that's so probably what he does,
3: yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, All right. There you go. Let's so, And Mike um,
3: Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Uh hmm I, I, he's on Facebook. I see his post pop up, um, well, every other day, sometimes every day. uh, He will, I think it's
2: Weinstein. Is it Weinstein or Weinstein? Weinstein. Weinstein.
3: Weinstein. Weinstein. Okay. Weinstein. Okay. Um, And uh, he'll, he'll uh, he'll do a post. He, you know, shows the humidity of the cigar and and tells you a little mm -hmm. bit about the, the smoke and all that, which is always interesting. And then Cap has yeah. been on Facebook with his Sherlock Holmes and uh, cigars and stuff on there. So he's got that. And then, you know, we've got Cigar Craig, who is the, mm-hmm. the, quote, old man of cigars. He's been around for a long time. He knows people and he knows the business and uh, uh, he's very knowledgeable, as all of them are. So it was yeah. a great show. Sounds like it.
2: Yep. um well uh we will uh close this one out. We're almost at the top of nine o'clock
4: um now, wow. which
2: was yeah, um, we will be back on August the fourth, which oh is gosh. next thursday seven p m yeah seven p m eastern time um right here on blog talk radio and uh, I don't know who else Oh, Facebook, YouTube, and probably Mixcloud by then. Hopefully, I'll get that straightened out and go live on Mixcloud. Um, yeah, but you can uh, you can hear our past episodes uh, on Mixcloud uh, for sure. Just talking to Ron before the show started. Uh, there's over 530 shows on there, and Unbelievable. Uh, Mixcloud. Yeah, Mixcloud.com forward slash all about wine. Real simple. All about wine. One word. No spaces. And uh, check them out All of the archives are there Uh, Just Wow I I didn't know that until About two or three days ago
3: (laughs) I didn't know until about um, Two hours ago Wow I mean it just
4: Yeah Yeah Exactly
3: (laughs) That's amazing
4: Yeah yeah. And and, you know Uh We talk about our number
3: of listeners But that -hmm. that, You know We don't know how many listeners there We have no idea So Mm
4: -hmm.
3: It's just amazing Um, Yeah
2: Mm. Um, Yeah once, once that account goes to the pro level, they do analytics, and, and you can track that stuff. So Oh, really? Okay. Maybe we'll, maybe, yeah, maybe they're still in there, but uh, we'll keep track. So um we'll see. Yeah, hopefully by next next week. Um, thank you all for tuning in, and uh, have a great weekend ahead, uh, day after tomorrow. And I uh, uh, hope you enjoyed it, and we'll join us again next week, and um, have a great week. Thank you.
3: Be safe out there, and we'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: This, this is, is All About, about Wine, project. the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring
2: winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron.
3: Ron. Basically what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and try to, to make the wine the less confusing
1: and, and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world.
3: You know, we really have had some some neat people on the program. I, I yeah. just I love so that's that. The your
2: questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook
3: page at
2: www.facebook.com forward slash all about wine BTR. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash all about wine And now all about wine is on.
4: Here's
1: yeah. Wait a minute! Did I play the wrong one?
6: You played the
3: intro and said the outro. Yes.
2: I played the intro. What the heck happened there? I was wondering whether uh, I hit the wrong button. Yeah. It says intro in big yeah, letters. I The outro.
3: I kept saying it's the intro. Oh. It's the intro. But see, I don't get the wow. countdown mm-hmm. on on my audio. It doesn't show a countdown or either one of them. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's weird. Oh
2: no! Yeah, that one I'm playing locally, that's because there's okay. video. And, oh, and the version okay. that's on the, the version that's the audio clips are just uh, mono uh, mono audio clips. So uh-huh. wow, okay. Totally, went I didn't but realize it was the the intro until until it said, they said
4: you know,
3: welcome to. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's why I said.
2: And
3: now we're yeah, gone.
2: I'm new. So. I'm new at this, but they were both going at the same time. I thought, okay, something's not right here. I'll just push the button. They were,
3: and you uh, and you clicked the one off. Long, you clicked off the outro. But, and, The intro continues. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So long there. Let me close. We Uh, are. Anyway, Uh, anyway, uh, that's it. Thank you. uh, Thank you. uh, YouTube. I'm going to close.
3: See you next week. (laughs) Yeah. All right.
5: (laughs) (laughs) We're
2: good. Go live. Turn that off. I can't believe I did that. Uh, All right.
4: Go live. That's done. All right. Green room real quick. And then I think I'm out of here. Yeah.